0: Thanks for joining me today on this crucial imperative issue. The terrible truth is that slavery remains alive in today's world. Helpless souls are washed in a sea of servitude. I mean, these are somebody's daughters or sisters we're talking about, and sons and brothers, because human trafficking is not gender-specific. The trucking industry is uniquely positioned to fight this. We have the opportunity, we have the moral responsibility to do all we can to free even one soul from the bounds of servitude. Truckers Against Trafficking is leading the fight in this cause. It provides training and resources for trucking to fulfill this opportunity to meet its responsibility. Kyla Lanier, Deputy Director of Trucking Against Trafficking, shares the extent of the crisis and what companies and drivers can do to support them in this cause. And I'm here today with Kyla Lanier, Deputy Director of Truckers Against Trafficking. Kyla, thank you for joining us today for this very important message. Thanks
1: so much for the opportunity to be here.
0: I've had the benefit of your presentations over the years and greatly uh, appreciate the message that you bring. But for those who haven't had the benefit, Kyla, could you convey what the situation is, the, the, the crisis that we have out there?
1: Absolutely. So human trafficking is a global issue. A lot of people think that um, slavery has ended, but that is actually not true. Every country of the world has a law against human trafficking, yet it happens in every country of the world. Globally speaking, we have 40 million people enslaved in the world today. That includes labor trafficking, sex trafficking, um, that also has child marriage as a component organ trafficking, where people are taking people, harvesting their organs, and then selling those organs on the black market to the highest bidder, and then child soldiers. It's 150 150- billion-dollar annual industry, so it has surpassed um, arms dealing, and drug dealing is the only thing that has out um, matched it, and so this is a greed operation, whether it's that small business owner that recognizes they can make more money on their t-shirts if they don't pay their workers, or that street-level pimp running two or three victims, or those big transnational crime organizations that are running guns, um, drugs, and people. They're going to where the money actually is. Um, We know that it's happening in all 50 states of the U.S. We've had calls to the National Human Trafficking Hotline for both sex and labor trafficking. And we also know that it disproportionately affects uh, women and girls of color. Um, You have certain cities where they might have uh, 50 percent of their victims being African-American. And the African-Americans in that city only make up three or four percent of the population. So it is completely disparate and disproportionate. Disproportionate because traffickers are seeking out vulnerabilities. And a victim may be forced to have sex up to 20 times a day. And really, that should say they're being raped up to 20 times a day because just because money exchanges hands does not mean the act is consensual. So, this is happening in urban, rural, and um, uh, suburban areas. It can affect anybody from any background. And so, we all have to be on the alert for it. And it's
0: not just gender specific.
1: Right. Both labor and sex trafficking happen to both male and females. You also have um, a proportion the uh, sex trafficking victims that are from the LGBTQIA plus community, because again, if they get kicked out of their homes, if they can't find um, sustainable work someplace else due to discrimination, the streets are welcoming, and traffickers are very welcoming, and so they will abuse these people as well. And so, um, all genders, all races, all socioeconomic classes—really, they're looking for anybody that they can exploit at any level.
0: Yeah. Kyla, with regard to the situation, what can truck drivers do to help uh, you end this, this horrible situation?
1: Yeah. So, you know, when we were studying this issue, you know, human trafficking is this massive issue, global domestic labor, sex trafficking. We thought what group of people could really make a difference if they were educated on it? And we thought truck drivers. They're the eyes and ears of our nation's highways. They see things other people don't see. They're trained to be vigilant. And they might already be intersecting with victims at the places they go for work Uh, truck stops, rest areas, hotels, motels, city streets, places of business, loading docks. And so we thought if we could train them to recognize as a crime um, of exploitation versus a crime of choice that they could really make an impact and they have. And so what we ask truck drivers to do is to watch our industry-specific video. It's a 26-minute training video available for free right on our website, on our YouTube channel, on Vimeo, wherever you want to go. We have it for you. Um, Watch that video and then send us an email at tat.truckers at gmail.com to get your free wallet card and um, window decal for your truck. They can also download our app. It's free on Android and iPhone under Truckers Against Trafficking, and it has all that information, the video, the wallet card information, all of it, and it connects you with the hotline and law enforcement if they do suspect trafficking. And that's the other big thing. We want them to know what the signs are, and then we want them to make the call from the anonymity and safety of their truck, we want them to make a call on behalf of somebody that they see being victimized, whether that's a minor, whether that's an adult victim, but uh, they see them under the control of a pimp, that's the trafficker. Um, We want them to make that call and provide, you know, get those resources attached and get law enforcement out there to recover the victim and to arrest the perpetrators.
0: What about a situation where they just aren't 100% sure Kyla, kind of how, how or what should they do on that?
1: Yeah, and I think that that's you know the big struggle for most people right. is like I don't want to make a mistake. That's why we ask you to call the hotline. If you know a crime's in progress, call 911 immediately, get action immediately. But if you're unsure and you just want clarification, the hotline is great for that. They have trained professionals 24-7. They're multilingual. um, It's completely confidential. And they'll ask you some clarifying questions. They'll get more information from you. And then they'll make an assessment from their background and their expertise to sort of guide and help along the way. And so we just ask that they do that, make that call.
0: In terms of, I know the training gives you a lot more detail on this, but just in general, what are the what are the indicators that for truck drivers uh, to to set off the alarm bells on that?
1: Absolutely. So anywhere where you see commercial sex being sold, I guarantee you, you have sex trafficking taking place. If you look at the studies on prostitution, it is heavily in favor of like 90% and above are there against their will. So if you see it, I guarantee you you're you seeing some exploitation taking place. But if you ever see a minor being sold for commercial sex, it doesn't matter what they're wearing, if they're under the influence of some sort of substance, if they say they want to be there, it doesn't matter. They're automatically a victim under federal law. So a minor call. Um, if you also see evidence of bruising or um, some type of abuse that's taking place, that is probably indicative of a trafficker, somebody that's forcing them out there. If they ever talk about having to make a certain amount of money, well, I can't go home until I get this last $200. Well, I got this quota I've got to make, or daddy will be mad if I don't make this last $100. That's also the trafficker. They all have a set amount that they have to bring in. So if there's any talk of that, um, if you see a van, a car, a box truck, something like that, back up by where the commercial vehicles are, that's a question, right? They typically are up by the store, um, by the travel center if they're sleeping for the night um, or if they're buying something. So if they're back by the commercial vehicles, look at that. What you'll have is a lot of the traffickers will be selling the girls via online, and then um, once they get somebody that pays and matches, then they send them out from that vehicle or they're selling them from inside the vehicle RV or the van. And so people are coming to that vehicle, knocking and then leaving 15, 20 minutes later. Again, what you're having is the trafficking victim is inside. It could also be a car pulling in, dropping off a victim to a buyer and then leaving and then coming back 15 or 20 minutes later to pick them up. So any of those types of things would be indicators. The
0: indicators, call the hotline.
1: Absolutely. Call the hotline, or if you know what you're seeing, like you right. know, and somebody's come up to you, call 911.
0: Yeah. Gotcha. Now, we talked about the drivers and the training and the science for them. How about companies? What, yeah, what so- do companies do to help? To support your efforts on
1: that, yeah, there's the myriad of things companies can do. The first and foremost, our first ask always is the training. Um, train your drivers. Show it in orientation. We can upload. We can send you the video in MP4 to upload it to your LMS. We can uh, send you a co-branded certificate if you want that to pass out to your drivers. We can get it to you in whatever format you need. And then we want you to tra- uh, register your drivers as TAT trained. And we don't need names or anything like that. We just need a number. X company trained X number of drivers, um, just so that we have that we've currently trained and registered over 1 million U.S. drivers, and that's, like, super exciting, and we want to see that number continue to grow. Um, You can also uh, keep this as a priority by showing if you've already done the normal training. We have a man-to-man video that's just men talking to other men about uh, prostitution and a lot of the myths surrounding that. Show that in one of your orientations or recommend that as an additional piece of training. Um, We would also say if you want to donate halls to our Freedom Drivers Project post-COVID, that is a beautiful mobile exhibit that really talks about survivors' uh, stories, how they got pulled into it, and what the industry can do to combat it. Um, And so we have companies that donate halls and and bring that trailer all across the United States for people to view. Um, You could become a corporate sponsor. But another thing that you could do is adopt an anti-trafficking in-persons policy with a demand reduction focus. And, And I know that's a lot of words. But just simply putting in your HR manual that you will not allow for company time or company resources to be used to purchase commercial sex and that there will be consequences for that. So that if they purchase sex with your truck or if they're using company time to make that um connection, that that is something that's actionable within the company. And it, it's just firmly stating, hey, we're not going to tolerate that type of behavior. And we have a uh, wording for that, real simple, that could be added into an HR manual as well. So there's a lot of different ways.
0: Fantastic. Kyla, and your website?
1: Our website is truckersagainsttrafficking.org.
0: Kyla Lanier, thank you very much, not just for today, but for all you and your organization do.
1: Thanks so much, Doug. Appreciate it.